you know, you could have a really successful business at 200K um, running by yourself. But if you really want to go beyond that, if you want to get to 500, you want to get to a million, you want to go beyond, like it's going to be really, really hard to do that without team members, without systems, without a solid operating foundation beneath you. Um, right. And in my in my experience, it's really been well. You gotta have to, you, you, yeah, kind of have to feel, you know, the difference and the I don't want to say the pain, a little bit of like the pressure in your business before it really becomes a priority. Because like we always want the thing that feels really good, and it feels really good to grow your business, to make more money, to bring in more clients. Right. Versus like, oh well, I have to build a foundation that I'm I can't really see it, I can't really touch it, and I don't really know if it's doing anything at this point. Yeah, right? I don't know if it's working. Yeah. Yeah, that's where you'll see the shift is when it's like, oh, things are starting to get there's there's a lot more pressure on the business owner, and that's when the priorities will shift towards scaling. Hello, and welcome to the Three Uniques podcast. I'm your host, Brenda Rigney. I'm a life and leadership coach, ready to help you unleash your uniqueness, align to your purpose, and take massive action towards your goals. I'm a single mom and a purpose-led believer. My mission is to maximize human potential, and I do this through my one-to-one group and retreat coaching experiences. Learn more about my upcoming retreats and group masterminds by checking out 3uniquescoaching.com. Now, our guest on the 3 Uniques podcast. Hey, everyone. We're back again with another episode of 3 Uniques. Today, I have on Diane Lamb. Hi, Diane. How are you doing today? I'm so good. I'm so excited to be here with you. Thank you for having me. It's amazing to have you here. So you're calling us, uh, you're calling in from Seattle. Yes. Yes. I'm physically sitting in Seattle today. But we just talked about that you just came back from how many months? You were in New Zealand, Australia, traveling around the South Pacific. So I was gone for three months and I just got back and I'm just settling back into the this life in America. Oh, that's so amazing. So we'll talk about that a little bit later because it all ties into what Diane does, which I'm always like fascinated about when I see her on Instagram and she's always showcasing the work that she's doing to support her clients. So Here's a little bit of background on Diane. She's a first-generation Asian-American Pacific Islander operations coach for online business owners, which is amazing. Um, she helps business owners scale to multi-six million dollar businesses or beyond, beyond that. So yeah. just at that point, I guess, where it's like, you know, maybe you've brought in your first hundred, two hundred, like you're starting to get into that multi-six figures. Now it's like, okay, we've got to start scaling some operations, we've got to start streamlining some things. Talk to us a little bit how you support your clients. Yeah, it's usually around that uh, things start to get to around 100, uh, two, uh, 150, 200. And that's where I really start to see clients are like, oh, well, I could do this by myself. And now it's starting to get hard. Now, you know, the stakes are a little bit higher. Now I have more going on. Now marketing is a bigger deal. Now I'm launching or I have more clients when you're kind of getting that two, 200 ballpark. And right. that's when they're really looking for some version of me. A lot of times they're really looking for OBMs or other people to really help them kind of up level the operation so they can kind of take a step back. Um, so a lot of the work that I do is like, well, yeah, you can take a step back, but do it intentionally. Mm -hmm. Do it with some focus so that you know that the things that you're building, the pieces that you're putting into place, the people that you're hiring are actually the right people right. and that you're making the right move. So I always start with like, let's do a full audit. Let's, uh, let's assess whether or not you have the foundational pieces or some foundational pieces that align with the way that you actually want to operate. Okay. If not, yeah, we'll, we'll have some suggestions. We'll have places to fix things or, um, you know, fill in some gaps, but chances are there might be some things that are already working. So no need to like 
burn it all down. Right. Like, let's start with what you have in place and let's fix the critical issues. Like let's stabilize the business. Then we can go into, all right, like, so, well, what does need to go into the foundation? And then you go into streamlining. I think a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to scale. I'm going to, I'm just going to jump straight into it. I'm going to start hiring. I'm going to build systems. I'm going to do all the automation, but yeah. Or you can really do that. You actually do need a strong foundation. You need technology before you can automate anything. You need team members before you can delegate. You need systems to help support those team members. So it's all really interconnected. And when I am working with a client, I'm looking at all of those things, right? So I'm looking at, well, what systems, what mm -hmm. team members, what tech, what automations, because it is going to be different for everyone. And your sweet spot is very, very aligned to you and how you want to operate and how you want to scale your business. We could have the same businesses, but we could do the same thing. We could have similar offers, but my goals and how I want to run are going to be very different from the way that you want to run. Therefore, the systems and the team members and the tech that I use to do that are going to be very different. So that's really my approach is like, let's make it custom to what you actually want and how you want to operate. And let's fill in the gaps from there. Right? right. So that's really what I'm doing when I'm supporting my clients is like, let's look at all of these pieces and let's find your perfect fit formula for scaling. And I'm always curious, is it a chicken egg type of thing where it's like, okay, when I'm at a certain revenue, that's when I need to bring in someone like Diane, because I need to like, you know, create more ease and flow in my business by adding on the team, adding on the technology, the systems, et cetera. Or is it, you know, I could be coasting, you know, feeling great about, you know, coming in at a hundred thousand a year, but maybe if I brought in this system or these people, I could actually see myself again, inflow, not to like, not from a hustle, hack it out standpoint, but it's like, oh, you know what? I can just do things. No problem at hundred K and bring in hundred K every year. But it's like, oh, if I put in a few of these things under Diane's advice, I can actually see myself get up to 300 K like easily. Right. Like, is it's like, so which is it? Cause that's why I say it's like the chicken or the egg. Should I think about bringing you on when I know I want to scale or it's like, even when I don't think I need to scale, but I'm could be like, just, you know, missing opportunity to increase my revenue by not bringing in those technologies or those people. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a very consulting answer. It depends. Yes. Okay. It really <laughs> depends on your business. It depends on you, right? Because so I will say that a lot of people say, yes, I do want to scale, but there's also the element of like, well, I also want to grow, right? We kind of use mm. scale and grow interchangeably. Okay. And I think the inflex, inflection, the in, uh, sorry, <laughs> the inflection point is really where, where, which one is the priority for you, right? So at a, I, I often see at 100, 150, that's really where you're really still focused on growth, right? You want to scale, it's in the background, like that's a goal, you're getting to that place. But really the focus is on bringing in more revenue, bringing in more clients, right? Really bringing in more on the dollar side of things <laughs> versus like when you really hit 200, when you're getting into 250 and you're really by yourself or you have a skeleton team, that's when it becomes too painful to maintain those levels. And that's where I see the shift in like, okay, well, growth is not my priority as much anymore as like, you know, creating some ease, creating some spaciousness in the business, right? So there's usually one that you want more than the other. Um, and I will say that usually it becomes a, the tipping point when things start to really get difficult to manage and sustain. And that's really where I see it. Like, you know, you could have a really successful business at 200K um, running by yourself. But if you really want to go beyond that, you want to get to 500, you want to get to a million, you want to go beyond, like, it's going to be really, really hard to do that without team members without systems, without a solid operating foundation beneath you. Um, right. And in my, in my experience, it's really been, well, you got to have to, you, you, you kind of have to feel, you know, the difference and the 
I don't want to say the pain, a little bit of like the pressure in your business before it really becomes a priority because like we always want the thing that feels really good and it feels really good to grow your business, to make more money, to bring in more clients right. versus like, oh, well, I have to build a foundation that I'm, I can't really see it. I can't really touch it. And I don't really know if it's doing anything at this point. Yeah, right? I don't know if it's working. Yeah. Yeah, that's where you'll see the shift is when it's like, oh, things starting to get, there's, there's a lot more pressure on the business owner. And that's when their priorities will shift towards scaling. So I would say like, you know, chase growth for as long as you want, right? As long as you're able to, um, because as long as you want to do that and you can do it, like people are going to do it, right? Like I, I know that I would do it. Um, and I know a lot of business owners would do that, but then there becomes a point where it's like, okay, now I can't do this sustainably. Now this is getting really hard. Now I feel like my time is being taken up. Now I'm feeling overwhelmed and pressured. Now growth is not like more money is not going to help me with that. Like right. I need something else. And that's where it becomes more of a shift in the priority. Right. So okay. um, it depends on when you feel that point. Right. Okay. I love that. I love the fact that there's the growth and scaling. Sometimes people just mix those words together, but I love how you just separated them out so that it could be this, it could be that, it could be both, but probably one is going to be more dominant than the other, depending on where you're at in your business. So that's, that's a good shift there. And you also have a quiz that people can access, right? And then uh, yeah. determine sort of where they're on it and then, you know, what options that they could work with you on. Yeah, I have, so I have, an, um, I have like an, a mini assessment quiz, what will tell you kind of like, what is the biggest challenge that's really standing in your way of making your next 100K, right? So that's really there to help you kind of see what part of your operating foundation might be weak. And maybe you just need to shore it up a little bit. Or right. maybe it's like, oh, this whole thing, <laughs> everything, everything. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> awesome. Um, is an issue. So um, that is available at dianelam.com slash quiz. And it's just, you know, I think it's like seven questions. Um, and you can kind of find out like, well, what is the thing that is really, really standing in my way right this moment? Is it right. that I just need to shore something up or I actually really need to focus on my foundation? Okay. I love that. And how do you like, so when you work with a business owner, um, what does that look like right now? So like after you've done that assessment and um, now they decide that they want to work with you on what, what talk us through kind of like what that experience would be like. Yeah. So the experience, I always, always, always start with an assessment period, right? Cause like we can't scale anything until mm -hmm. we know where you are and where we want to go. So um, I approach things always like I'm very, I don't want to say I'm self-centered, um, but whenever I approach operations, it's always going to be about you. You should be the center of your operations. How do you want to operate? How do you want to live your life? How do you want your business to support your lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. So we take all of those things into account and we reverse engineer um, the systems, the team members, the technology and the automations that are going to give you the outcome, the lifestyle, the hours that you want to work instead of just saying, okay, well, everyone needs a marketing system or everyone needs, you know, um, you know, a team growth system or everyone needs an onboarding system, all of those mm -hmm. things. Well, what's important to you? And let's reverse engineer how you want to show up in all of those systems. So that's why the audit piece is so important. Um, that's what will tell us, okay, well, exactly what is important and what priority and what pieces need to be built. Um, and from there we go into like, okay, well, you have your blueprint, you have your plan, and I can help you um, as your CEO, COO guide um, throughout that process where, cause there's always going to be things that are like, oh, okay, well, I need to build this system. What does that exactly mean? How should we build it specific for this business? Like, Ooh, I drafted it. Is this actually the right thing? So there are things like that, that um, I'm really helping guide my clients through, through our engagement and to make sure that they're always going to get the results that they want from any system, any technology, any automation, or any team members we hire. You're getting the support that you want. You're getting the right 
right result when you run that automation, you have the right tech to support you the way that you want to run. The systems are working and actually freeing up your time. Those are the, that's the goal we're always trying to hit. And right. I can tell you how to do it um, and you can take off running with it, but usually there's sometimes like there's some nuance, right? And like, okay, sure. this, is this right? Is this, do we, it needs adjustment? It's still not quite working right. What can we do? And those are the things that I'm really working with my clients on um, after the assessment period. Okay. All right. That's cool. So going back to your trip to Australia and New Zealand, you were gone for three months away from your hub in Seattle. Um, what was the biggest indication to you that everything you work on with your clients, like in your own business was like working, like what was the, the big thing that you're like, Oh, I'm so glad I put this in place. It allowed me to work away from, you know, my time zone work on the other side of the planet and still be able to connect with my clients, grow my business. I'm just kind of curious what that, that one thing. I mean, thing I, can't, I can't say it was one thing. I would say it's like a lot of it, a lot, I would say a lot of it comes down to my team. Like okay. I could not have done anything without them. And a lot of my team's ability to like really be there and support me in ways that I don't even have to ask for, right? Like I don't need to ask my admin to like, she's going to hop in and like, look at my calendar. And, you know, she knows I have travel days. So she's going to go in there and change things up and make sure that like, oh, well, we have to move certain calls because you're going to be in the air or whatnot, right? Um, she just knows to do that because we've worked together for a long time. And I have a process for how I bring people into my sphere, how mm -hmm. I bring people into my business. So they know for your particular role, these are my expectations of you. And that this is your scope of work. And this is what you're meant to handle. And you oversee and own, like you're my admin, you oversee and own my calendar. So anything right. scheduling related, you have power over and your, you know, it's your role to really like be proactive on that. Um, so she was really helping me manage on the client side of things, making sure that like, I, I never touched those calendars. I never touched the acuity thing. She was kind of updating things on the back end for me. Okay. Um, checking with me, like that information is constantly flowing up to me. I don't need to think about it because the team is thinking about it and they're coming to me like, Hey, I'm thinking this, like, it look, I think these look like travel days. So like, what if we adjust your schedule to be your call availability are within these bounds, right? right? Like, does that work for you? Like, let's try it out. Or I'm going to move these calls for you. Um, the same thing with my marketing team who are in charge of kind of producing all of the content who are in charge of making sure that like my social media presence um, is maintained that we have things going out on Instagram. They're managing the DMs or managing kind of all the inboxes. Mm -hmm. They do that without me really like, I mean, I think it probably takes me five minutes to approve all of our content right. um, every couple of weeks. And they do that because we've had really, really tight review cycles, right? Like they know what my process is for my marketing, for what is the look and the feel? What is the tone? What is the style? What are we selling this month? Like, you know, what are we promoting? Um, and there has been like a period of time when we were getting onboarded where, yeah, it was very tight review cycles where I was redlining everything so they could really get up to speed on right. that. And, you know, since then like I mean I yeah I will say probably like the longest it takes me to review maybe two weeks worth of content is maybe 10-15 minutes um, because we have gotten into that good like solid pattern yeah. of working together so part of it is the team but also having the process to show them like hey this is kind of what I'm expecting this is what I have in mind these are the outcomes that I want and I'm open to how we get there mm -hmm. but this is the outcome that is expected every single time um, and like you know making sure that we are constantly adjusting our workflow till we get to that perfect sweet spot where now it's like oh yeah like I get a notification when content is ready and I can pop in there and like bing 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 and yeah, it's I love that. It just happened without <laughs> me. Um, yeah. I don't have to put in comments I don't have to create anything um in Photoshop I don't need to like really make any big adjustments to the content um it's all kind of working without me 
So that's wonderful. That's beautiful. I love it. So Diane, you're also here to share your three uniques with us today. I'd love to know what they are. Uh, So, okay. So my first big unique is like big and small picture. So Mm -hmm. I think my superpower is really that I can always see the big picture. Like what is the big goal? What are we trying to accomplish? But I can also see the granular details like, okay, well, what is all, what are all the steps we need to get there? Right. Which is, I don't think a lot of people do that or have that capability. And that's, what's made me really successful kind of in my role Mm -hmm. um, is that like a big picture and then every single step to get there. So like we have a clear pathway to whatever our goals are. So I think that that is something that really, really makes me unique. Um, Number two is kind of my approach to system building is like, I never just like say, oh, well, everyone needs you know, this kind of system, well, it's always very you centric. Cause like, I, I, I don't want it to sound bad, but I am very me centric. Like, okay. <laughs> I think um, you need to be in the world of people pleasing. It's like, you need to be able to have yourself at the center of attention. Otherwise it's really easy to get straight off course. So, yeah. So it's like, especially if this is my business, I want it to support me yeah. um, and I want that for my, my clients as well. So I approach our work very differently. I'm like, you should be the center of your business and like, let's reverse engineer mm-hmm. everything around that to support you. Um, so I think that that is also very unique in terms of my field. Um, and I think in terms of just like me as a person, like I am, something that makes me very unique is like, I have like my entire background is logic driven. I am like an ex Wall Street person. I had a finance degree, but I'm also like the most woo woo person you're okay. ever going to meet. So like, <laughs> I, I believe, I'm a believer. Like I have like my horoscope. I have my pendulum over here. I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be like a Mercury retrograde. I need to like secure all of my, <laughs> all of, all of my electronic goods. Um, so I think I, that, that's something that's like, oh, well you have this, you're, you're very grounded in logic, but you're also like way up in here in the clouds. Like, what? Well, I would not have thought that of you. Um, so I think that is something that's also very unique about me where people don't usually like think that of me. Yeah. And also like, I think it kind of like gives me a healthy balance of like, okay, well, there's some things that we just can't control. So let's control what we can control and let the rest go to the universe. I love um, that. Yeah. Hi friends, it's Brenda here. I hope you're enjoying our podcast guest today on the Three Uniques podcast. I wanted to interrupt the interview for a couple seconds to let you know about Aligned AF. Aligned AF is my 12 month coaching experience for leaders and entrepreneurs up to big goals in their life, ready to step into their Three Uniques and fully aligning their life to their purpose. Imagine yourself living an intentional values-driven life that aligns all domains professional, personal, health, wealth, and community impact. You're generating a six-figure and a multi-six-figure business within your first year. You're learning to love every failure and approaching new goals with possibility, energy, and love. You're unlocking your potential and overcoming your limiting beliefs in a short period of time. And you're shifting yourself from looking ahead to looking within to consider your choices, your values, and most of all, your purpose. You're identifying barriers, examining their origins, and recognizing and celebrating the range of unique skills and experiences you possess to propel you forward. You're building healthy relationships and routines, setting boundaries around the things, people, ideas that drain you without feeling guilty. If you're interested in learning more about Aligned AF, my 12-month coaching experience for leaders and entrepreneurs, Check out 3uniques.com for more details on the Aligned AF coaching experience or other coaching experiences and working with me. 
Take care, everyone. And now back to our guest. Has someone been like integral in your life that's like mentored you or coached you into like, you know, bringing out those uniques and having them like really like showcased in your life and your work? I will say, I mean, I like I was I I, I will I struggle to say that it was like a great experience. I've had a few people who have really pushed me to mm-hmm. my edge in terms of performance, especially when I was working in New York, when I was working on Wall Street, when I was working in finance. Right. Like I won't say it was like the best like mental and emotional experience but it really showed me grit and determination and like what I was capable of when somebody really really pushed me to like my end bounds right like in terms of like what the expectations were for performance you know what I was able to do like I won't say that it was like a super positive experience but like it really showed me a lot about myself yeah Um, and I bring a lot of that into my business because I'm like I can see how much I can accomplish but I don't need that I don't need to do that. I can, I'm enough yes. where I'm yeah. the most comfortable. Right. Yeah. And it took me a long time to understand that. Um, but I do have a couple of people where I'm like, you know what, I'm actually really thankful that you pushed me that hard because it allowed me to kind of see what I'm capable of. And it also gave me a lot of the skills that I take into my business and that I've been able to turn into my own business. Right. So, um, Yes and no. <laughs> yeah, like no, I, I, as soon as you said that, that completely resonated with me and I'm sure it resonates with other callers um, that are listening in because um, I say callers, it's not like I'm bringing on like callers like into a hotline or something, but to our listeners. Um, but I think it's those situations where, yeah, you don't want to be playing in that arena the whole time because it's just a huge shock and uh, burden on your nervous system and on your brain. It's kind of like swimming around in this like sea of sometimes doubt, but at the same time, you do see how strong you are in those, in those situations. So if it's all the time, it's not always the healthiest thing, but I think some of the time where it's like, oh, I can actually take time out to reflect and go, wow, I can do really hard things in those situations. It can be a huge payoff that way. Absolutely. Yeah. It wasn't until a lot later though, like, cause I, I think that like, it was, it was one of those experiences that you kind of like push down and you're like, okay, I'm out of it. I yeah. don't need to think about it anymore. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until I would say probably the last like, you know, three, four years where I was like, oh, I, I see, I see how all of these things connected and how all of these steps help move me to where I am today. Like, I mean, kind of part of my woo background, right? Where I'm like, oh yeah, and it yeah. was all for a reason. And okay, I can, I can really appreciate those moments where I was like really upset and felt like, like overwhelm, like, yeah. um, because I was like, oh, okay. There, there was a reason for it. It really yeah. did help me in the long run, even though it didn't feel like it. And at the same time, it does sound like you reshaped your business and what you offer your clients not to be that, but to deliver in a way where they could still maybe capitalize on their strengths, but do it in a way that is obviously great for their nervous system. Right. So that's that, you know, I bring in the financial, the process, the, you know, the scaling business mindset that I grew up in, in that community, it was probably a little hard on me at some times, but at the same time, I've also looked introspectively internally to say, Hey, this is what I bring forward and I can lead my way. And, you know, without, you know, feeling like you're, you're pushed to the edge the whole time. Cause it sounds like you don't necessarily create that environment for your clients. Right. No, <laughs> I, was I, like, I want to avoid that environment as much as possible. Like I want to, like you're not paying it forward to them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, like, I think like the, as much ease as possible, I think in my day, in my client's yeah. day, I think the goal for a lot of my clients is really like 25 hours a week or less. Like oh, I want to be, I love that. you know, 500K 
a million dollars and I don't want to work more than 25 hours a week. I'm like, okay, like that's fine. We can totally do that. We got to build the process around it. We got to build the team around it. We got to build all the pieces um, in your foundation to operate so that you can have that. Right. And that, yeah. that's the goal. Okay. That sounds amazing. So you've got a program that's um, happening right now, effortless expansion program. Talk to us about yes. that. What's that all about? So effortless expansion is my custom kind of it's a blend of mentorship and consulting. So it's um, where you get to learn from my experiences from running and working with um, six-figure, multi-six-figure online businesses. Mm -hmm. And then also like my operations background from, you know, 12 plus years in corporate where all I did was build and manage large businesses or, um, you know, large departments for, um, you know, uh, large financial institutions. So I bring both of that to the table to make sure that like, okay, so let's keep you at the center of this and let's make sure that you have all the right processes, all the right team members, all the right technology and the automations to really support you getting where you actually want to go, how you want to get there. Right. right? Cause there's a million ways to make a million dollars. Pick one. Like, and let's build the process and the pathway for you to get there. Um, because honestly, like the way that I do it is going to be different from the way that you do it is going to be different from the next person who does it. Um, so I'm really all about like, let's shape this around you. And that's what we do in the containers. We, we do the auditing, we create the pathway and then we go in and like, okay, like I will guide you and advise you, um, as a mentor, as a consultant, I'll just tell you sometimes, like, this is the answer. This is the software. Yeah. Yeah. Don't waste your time with these. This is the right. answer. And okay. here's how you're going to set it up. Um, oh, and then we'll go there. Okay. And then where can people find out about more about that? That's dianelam.com. Yeah. You can go to dianelam.com. All the info is there. Okay. Um, awesome. And then what piece of advice, like your number one piece of advice that you receive that you use all the time? Like you'll just like, it's always your go-to piece of advice. Do you have uh, some? I mean, I, I embrace it more now, but <laughs> I think there's a, a long time in my life where I was like, I did not want to believe it, where they're like, just keep it simple. Like the simplest thing is the easiest thing and the best way forward, where a lot of times it doesn't feel like that, especially when you're running a business online where you see a lot of complex strategies and funnels and like, oh, well, this person is doing this type of launch or that type of launch. It can get really easy to be like, oh, well, maybe I need to up level, like as I grow, like, do I need a more complex funnel? Do I need more like integrative technologies um, and things like that? So it's to me a really long time to embrace, like, just keep it simple. Like the simplest way is the best and the most direct way to what you want. Um, right. And sometimes it feels like it's too easy. Um, but that has been the best advice I've gotten. Cause like, I feel like I've gone against it so, so many times. And it's always been like a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, and you know, I guess to that point that we were talking about earlier about like your background, working on wall street, working in New York, how do you ensure too, that, you know, the, these online businesses and these biz owners and entrepreneurs that you're working with don't get wrapped up in that whole, like frenzy, that hustle, hack it out culture, or maybe you do, but it doesn't sound like you do because you're, you're, you're tripping off to like Australia and New Zealand and you've got this like self, you know, sustaining machine that you've built. So how do you like create that? Because I think it's really easy. I mean, just because either depending on people's background and upbringing, schooling, et cetera, for us to be conditioned that that's just how it has to be with work. So even though we've got this great dream, this great possibility of creating our own business and leaving all of that behind somehow it tends to creep in a little bit, right? And I often like uh, entrepreneurs and business owners that come to me for coaching because I'm coaching them around life and leadership. And 
you know, they're still stressed out. They're still burnt out. They're taking that burnout, that way they worked in that office environment or that culture um, before and still taking it into their business. What, what have you seen that sort of worked for help helping them, you know, shed that? Yeah, I think it comes down to a few different things. I say the first thing is like when we tie things back to their back to their original goals, right? So they'll so a lot of times business owners will be like, well, I want this funnel, I want this amount of technology, or my my business bestie and my coach use all of this tech, so I need to use it too. Right. Um, but when you actually tie it out, I'm like, okay, well, you want to operate this way, right? Like you want to operate in this way over here. These ten pieces of software you give me are not going to help you do that. So already I'm starting to get hot. Like as soon as you said 10, I'm like 10. Oh my God, no. Yeah. Uh, or like, you know, five, three, whatever the number yeah. is. Like so sure. a lot of times once we tie it out to like, well, here's how you want to operate. These things are not going to help you do that because like of these five reasons, like, oh, um, I had a lot of people who were like, you know, um, over the holidays where there were a lot of sales for technology, like, oh my God, should I just... Mm. I buy your long membership to Kajabi. Like, oh my God, it's such a great deal. I'm like, no, because this is what it's going to take when you actually, if you want to migrate from your platform, you have to do this and this and this, and then you are already well ingrained in this platform. Like you're going to have to move your payment system. You're going to have to move all of your landing pages. You're going to need to have right. resourcing to transition everything. You have to do the build out in Kajabi. And they're like, oh, yeah. Okay, never, mind. Plus, never mind. Cancel <laughs> subscriptions of already things that you've paid for. Yeah. Right. And so, so then that's... you're losing money on that too. So yeah. whatever price difference you're getting on this little bonus may not even, or the time, like you said, to do all that migration work might not even be worth it. So I think when people see what it takes to do the thing that they want, they're like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Like, I don't want to do that. Right. Um, and so that's kind of where I think there's a little bit of a reality check. Um, and then also I think that when a business owner really understands their operations in terms of like, oh, well, we do things this way because mm -hmm. this is my goal, right? Which I don't think that a lot of, um, you know, a lot of courses and platforms are not like really telling people, oh, build the system, but they're not really helping them understand why right. they're building their system in a particular way or building their process in a particular way. When you know how things run and what the end results are supposed to be, you can trust it a little bit more, right? You can let it go um, versus like, well, I don't, I, I gave this to my VA. I wonder if it's done. I don't know. I got to follow up with it. I got to check in. I got to see um, all of those things. Um, so that's what I see with a lot of my clients is that because they are to a certain extent kind of cut off from how their business really operates and how they want it to operate, they have a hard time really letting go. And that's where a lot of that like overwhelming that anxiety comes in when they do try to step out of the business. So a lot of our work is not just like, okay, well, let's build the process, but like, let's make sure that you're also engaged and involved in the discussion. You don't need to write a single SOP, but you do need to understand why we made these decisions so that you can then trust the process. Um, and you know that like, okay, they're running the process. I can let it go. I don't need to follow up. I don't need to check in because I know exactly what points information is flowing back up to me. And right. I know how I'm going to stay in control of all of this. Right. So there's that is, I think, the other side of the coin that we like uh, that we don't really talk about or you don't really see when you're reading like, um, you know, traction or uh, any of the big business books. Right. They're not really talking about that side of well, what it means to scale and be the CEO of your business as you are scaling or growing your business. Like that's the part of it where you got to be able to trust and trust really comes from knowing. Love it. So my last question for you, Diane, is mm -hmm. if I was to give you a billboard and it could be anywhere on the planet and you could put anything on it, what would it say and where would it be? <laughs> where would I put my billboard? Let me think about this. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are just so many places that I would, I mean, the, I, I like, I just close my eyes and it's like jelly beans for everyone is like the, the words that came to mind. Um, but I'm like, that's not what I would put on my billboard. Um, I would say like my billboard would probably say choose the easy way. 
like because there is the easy way i'm all about let's do it easier let's do it slower let's take it let's take a break let's go a little let's let's make it more simple yeah um where would i put it i feel like i would put it like on a really high traffic like street in india or something because there's like a lot of frenetic activity there i'm like let's just chill out like (laughs) (laughs) let's take the easy way right um I feel like that's where I would be. Uh, I would want to put it because like just so that people know there's the option. You can choose the, the easy way. And you, it is a choice. Yeah. Um, even if you do, I, what I what I found with a lot of business owners is even if you do take some of the actions to start delegating scaling, like once you actually choose to intentionally like let go of certain things and really like commit to prioritize it, it's like, you're not going to do it. Like you're not really going to commit to it. Um, and so that's kind of where it's like, you have to choose to keep things easy because it's really easy to, like you said, to get caught up in like, oh, well, this person has this and this other coach and I saw them launch this way. And like that kind of like build up um, yeah. online is really easy to get sucked into. Um, I actually loved how you said too, I like you said it. And then I immediately went into the billboard, um, question, but I want to go back to one thing really quickly. And you mentioned how it's like, like all the biz books out there, including traction will tell you to do it a certain way. And then you still said, and I see my thing is my background is like, yeah, I've done tons of strategy work in my corporate exec career and, you know, Rockefeller habits, et cetera. And then I discovered traction. I was like, oh my God, this is so much simpler than everything else I've been doing in the last 20 years. But even now, when I start working with entrepreneurs, it gets complicated even when you do traction. So I think the key thing, like you always said, is just tune into yourself. Like what feels like home? What feels like you, like, again, that intentional, like I wanna be, you know, I wanna have a $500,000 business and work 25 hours a week. It might not be all the things in traction. <laughs> like yeah. even, you know, even the chapter on like, you know, creating data analytics and reports and stuff, you may not need all those reports. So don't worry about it. And, you know, take the best of the best, keep it simple, call someone like Diane. <laughs> Yes. Yes, exactly. And it's like the simpler, the better, right? Cause I would say like most businesses probably like, especially if they're like online businesses don't necessarily need traction until they're like already in the multi seven figures, just because of the way it's set up, right? Like because of the nature of like, yeah. you know, how you build your leadership team and things like that are not things that you're going to see in like a lot of online businesses until much later. Um, Cause you have like a little bit more fluidity versus like, if you had a traditional business, then it would become really important. Like, oh my God, we got to like put the right people in the right spaces. We got to like make sure that we have values and core assessments and stuff like that. Um, so there's just like, there, there's things that are going to apply um, specifically to you. And there are going to be things that you can kind of take and be like, oh, okay, this is what I need to do as an online business owner. And it's about merging the two so that you have your formula and your like kind of secret sauce versus like, oh, well, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take, I'm going to take Brenda's secret sauce and right. try and fit myself into it. Well, we have very different goals. We have very different tastes. <laughs> like, um, the sauce that I like is probably not going to serve you the sauce that you like. Right. And those are that like you know we really need to keep in mind I think as we develop businesses online Dan it's been great I love following you on Instagram I love all the posts that you put out there and just the information that you share with your audience and I think it's been great having you on the podcast today just to give like I think all these like scaling uh you know online business owners and entrepreneurs the people that I attract into my orbit the people that you attract into your but just that reassuring message like you can build it how you want to build it it doesn't have to be like how everybody else is doing it know what you want, get clear on that, call someone like Diane, because it's like, that's the thing that I learned like early on is that you can, and I do this even in my coaching practice, like I see, you know, people that have like, you know, brought in all the bells and whistles, they're not using 50% of it, then they want to rip it out, get another new bell and whistle. And it's just like, whoa, slow it down. 
bring someone in like Diane, who like knows all those things and can help you align with your, you know, your vision, your purpose around your business. And then just create that ease, that simple, I can't even talk either, the simplicity um, and the flow of it. So thanks so much, Diane, for being on today. I really appreciate you sharing all your wisdom and resources for people. Thank you. It was great to be here and I'll see you guys all again next time. Yeah. And everyone that's tuning in and listening, just remember what I always say. There's 8 billion people on this planet. As of November, 2022, it raised up to, I used to say there's 7.85 billion people. Now it's like, we're at 8 billion people on the planet. Somebody needs what you've got. Get out there and share your three uniques. Thanks everyone. Hi friends. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's guest on the three uniques podcast. Uh, as always, we really appreciate your time and your commitment to listening to our guests every week. And we'd love for you to be able to share this podcast with others and encourage other people to get out there and share their three uniques. So please take a few moments to like, share this podcast, leave a review and let us know what you think. And also let us know who you'd like to hear more from, uh, what type of guests you want us to bring on for future podcast interviews. Thanks so much. Remember, get out there and share your three uniques. There's seven and a half billion people on this planet and somebody needs what you've got. Take care, friends.